Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. And Julie, it is June the 7th, my mother's 81st birthday. I know. Happy birthday, Rosemary Harris. Yes, she listens to us every single day. Indeed. But I have to say, she's yet to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Hmm. <laughs> well, we won't pick on her on her birthday, though. Well, happy birthday, Mom. So we're going to be talking about something fun today on the podcast. Well, we're going to be talk- talking about something not fun and hopefully a fun way. We'll do our best. (laughs) Right. We're going to be talking about a schedule, the importance of having a schedule. But more specifically, we're going to be talking about ending the tyranny of the schedule. You know, it's so funny. It's um, everybody knows, like sort of intuitively, even if you don't want to admit it, that having a schedule, having a drill down at least morning of what you're going to get done, you know, focusing on three to five things that you're going to do at a very high level every single day, you know, the good old fashioned doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. Everybody, of course, knows that's what gets them the best results in life. Of course, you know that. Remember when you were back in school and the bell would ring and you go one thing to the next thing and the next thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. How many classes does Zoe, our seven and a half year old, have a day? Well, I mean, eight? this is just camp and she's got eight things. And, you know, the counselors have a a laminated schedule. We all take a picture with our phone. The kids know where to go. And when they blow the whistle at 8, 10 or 9, 10 in the morning, that's time for soccer. And then when the, the whistle blows again, it's time to do some science. It's crazy, right? And yet in, when we're kids, we just do it. We're just right. basically compliant and we look forward to certain things and we dread other things, but we still do it. There's well, no negotiating. Here's how I was at a kid, as a kid. I hated the schedule. I hated being told what to do. Not I hated surprising. Every, well, I mean, most kids are like that, right? <laughs> sure. I think. You weren't like that, I'm sure. No, certain ones I didn't like. <laughs> it, but yeah. I, I remember looking forward to the point where I was an adult, where I could sort of have some control of my schedule. And I remember when you and I discovered real estate, it was like, oh, well, Julie, look, free, no free, boss. Free. We don't have to have a schedule. Yeah. And we can make unlimited money. But what we quickly discovered was in real estate and life in general, essentially, you might be able to be free of a boss and might be free of someone trying to schedule you. But that does pretty much guarantee you that you will never have any money. You know. I know. So it's the unfortunate truth that the discipline and the results that you want in life come from long, long-term uh, periods of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And by the way, it doesn't have to be like that your entire life. So when you're in your formidable years, whatever that is, some of you delay having your formidable years mm-hmm. um, as you're sort of maturing into a, a business person until you're in your 30s, sometimes older. Uh, but let's just say you're listening and you're in your 20s and you're in formidable years trying to decide what kind of you know business person you're going to be. You're listening to Julie and I. You've read our book. You're in our coaching program. So you realize it's about drilled down long-term focus. You're, you've got your head screwed on straight. Screwed on straight. So the question is going to be is how long do you have to live a life where a majority of your time is spent doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level? And the answer is it depends on how long you actually spend uh, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. Example, if you are going to have a disciplined day or rather a disciplined morning, a scheduled morning, and you do that, you know, consistently during every single weekday, uh, and you do that for two, three, four, five years, and this is maybe longer, maybe less amount of time. It just depends what your goals are. 
What you'll soon discover is as you become more uh, financially independent, as you create more net worth for yourself, as your money starts basically replicating itself without your direct effort, you know, through the appreciation of assets and other passive income streams that you create along the way, and we show you how to do that in our coaching program, as you progress on all those things, then you can start reshuffling the deck and start spending more time doing what you want to do when you want to do it at whatever hell level you choose to do it at. And that's the nice thing that happens as you become wealthier. That is called freedom. But you have to earn it. If you don't decide to actually put in the time and earn it, then you're never going to be free. Because even when you're not working, the burden of having, uh, you know, the financial burden is going to be hovering over you at all times. And you can do whatever you want. Uh, you know, you could try to inebriate, you know, uh, well, I was going to say you could try to drink your your angstful financial feelings away as most people, a lot yeah, of people do lot that of people though. Do. Sure. Yeah. You can try to sense sustainable, right? You can try to all do all kinds of things to numb the omnipresent burden of having that financial 800 pound gorilla on your back, but it's always going to be there. And the only way you're going to make it ever go away is to actually make it go away. And that's going to come from long periods of sacrifice, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's the only way you earn your freedom. And unfortunately that's the cold, hard reality for all of us. Yes, this is true. So it's all about having discipline and coming to terms with the fact that you will have a schedule on some level if you expect to have success without making yourself crazy about it, which is why we said end the tyranny of the schedule. Point number one, your schedule is not a prison. Some of you guys don't follow a schedule because you're so wound up about it in your head. So how do you deal with that? Set up your day so that it's what you want. Set it up so that your day ends better than it began. I think that's a great mindset point, right? How, what will it take to make your day end better than it began today? So write down two or three things. If you're not controlling your time, someone or something else will, and you'll end the day worse than you started it. And a good way to sort of uh, start with that thought is by uh, deciding what you're going to stop doing, especially in the morning. And that's going to be, and as we, Julie and I constantly preach, have a media-free morning, have a media-free night, and move towards having a media-free life. Because it's the media, the external stimuli that are designed and absolutely perfected the ability to make you be in some state of uh, fear. And when you're in some state of fear, you think myopically, you act myopically. In other words, you're not seeing life for the incredible gift and full of abundance that it is. You start operating in bizarre sort of protective ways. Um, you start putting up emotional walls that eventually lead to financial downfall. That's the unfortunate truth. And then you're out of control. And when yep. you're out of control, you can spin into more out of control. Then you can get depressed. You can get complacent. So remember, if you're not controlling your time and your mindset to your media-free uh, morning point, someone or something else is and always will be. So when you're listening to stuff, you are being manipulated. Yep. You know? So get in control of that. Well, we're manipulating them right now, aren't we? Well, for their own good, though. Yeah, for your so own you good. So you can choose what you listen to. I mean, we listen to podcasts also. It's not that we want you to listen to nothing, obviously. It's that you've got to be in control of what's going in your head. And when you just have things like the, quote, news, which has become not the news, but if it's on in the background and you're not controlling that, then, you know, you're subject to all that comes with that. People think that they have uh, really, oh, I'm such an, I have such a powerful mindset. Mm -hmm. I am not easily manipulated. I'm not easily controlled. Everybody is. It's all propaganda and all the news is designed. Again, it's all designed to put you in a state of fear. 
And so if you're inputting information for virtually any source, it's going to be fear, you know, essentially overlaid with conspiracy theories, overlaid with why the, you know, this is, here's a little thought for you guys. What if right now we're living in the absolute peak of humanity? What if right now we're on the absolute foothills of what's going to be the most extraordinary explosion in human creativity, happiness, health, longevity, everything you could possibly imagine? In other words, what if all the doomsayers and all the bad news, you know, essentially uh, news sources, what if they're all wrong? What if absolutely positively what's going to happen over the rest of all of our lifetimes and into our children's lifetimes is going to be the absolute uh, most brilliant time to be a human ever? What if that's true? What if your next five years, 10 years, 25 years, 50 years, 100 years, you know, if you're one and you're listening to us, right? What if, what if all those years ahead of you are going to be so much better than anything that history has any sort of example of, right? You guys getting what I'm saying here? So what if your best years are still ahead of you? They can be. It's all a choice of who you choose to listen to and what actions then you choose to take. Yeah, so that's getting you back into control. Point number two what is your ratio of responsibility versus reward? What are you going to do and what are you going to get? This is what a lot of agents struggle with because they are still learning, you know, the differences in, you know, different ratios of who you can talk to, what kind of results you get, you know, doing things that are passive and easy, but don't get great results versus things that might be more challenging, but get faster results. So negotiate with yourself versus tyrannizing yourself. What's the ratio versus reward? What is the most efficient use of your time versus the least? And I have to hand it to some of our part-time agents on this because when you have less time, you actually generally, assuming that you're motivated and focused, have uh, an easier time with this. So somebody that's you know maybe doing real estate part-time for now and they've got some goals to get into it full-time, replace their old job, they got two hours a day. What do they do? They'd go to the most efficient stuff. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, ultimately what we teach, one of the first things they'll learn in the coaching program when they, um, you know, obviously form their schedule, create their real estate mm-hmm. treasure map, is they are going to learn to do the most important things first every yes. day. And again, it always goes back to the same thing, guys. And we're never going to get away from this ever, 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 is that you have a morning schedule. If all you do is control your morning from, say, you know, 7 a.m. till 11, let's say, that's perfect. You can just screw around the rest of the day and get nothing done and be totally inefficient, run around, uh, you know, and just do whatever you want to do. But during the morning, that is the absolute drilled down most important part uh, time of your day. Tim, I don't work like that on a schedule. Well, then you're not going to consistently get anything done. Tim, I'm more efficient in the afternoons. I get that you think you are, but try to do the most important things every day in the morning. Because even though you might be more efficient in the mornings, or I'm sorry, in the afternoons, let's say, Everyone else is more efficient in the mornings. And so if you're trying to be efficient when everyone else is in an inefficient mode because, you know, the hormonal, you know, things that happen is people get, uh, you know, move on with their day, people being tired, ornery, whatever it is, you're going to be then trying to engage with people at a time when they're not going to necessarily be in the right state of mind uh, to do business with you or have uh, conversations with you. So you oftentimes, if you think you're one of those people, and you might be, who's more efficient during a non-morning time, I would suggest that you still alter your course so you can be more efficient when most everyone else is uh, well, essentially in the peak, in their peak physical, physiological state. Be there when people expect you to be there. Right. You know, you'll get better results. So next is point number three. What would happen if you didn't avoid the things that you should be doing for the next year, for the next month? Let's just start with this week. Who would you be if you didn't avoid those things? It's almost like, you know, what would happen if your to-do list were the things that you were avoiding? Now, 
Sometimes the things that you're avoiding don't actually need to be done. And we've talked about the brain dump before and how to handle those thoughts. But having that list and asking yourself, what am I avoiding? Oftentimes in real estate, what you avoid the most is the most profitable because it involves possibly maybe hearing the word no sometimes. And so you put that off and put that off. Well, I mean, here, just cut through the Mickey Mouse, right? So ask the question, ask yourself, listeners, this very question. What are the things in your business that you're avoiding the most? Like, what? So here, I'll even reframe it. If you had to take, it's what, June the 7th, if you had to take, you know, two, three, four listings this month. That's it. You have to, or, you know, you can motivate yourself through, you'll lose something or you'll gain something, right? So you have to take, you know, four listings this month or you're going to lose your house or you're going to just, something bad's going to we'll happen. say or else. Or else, right? We'll yeah. just go with or else. <laughs> so whatever it is, just so you can put yourself in an emotional state where you can be receptive to what I'm about to say. So four listings by the end of this month or else. What's How are you going to do it? All of you know what to do. You've been listening to our podcast. You're going to finally start saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to set aside the stuff that is sort of a shiny object type things, things that might someday, hopefully, maybe, probably never will generate business. And I'm going to actually do the real work of real estate and do the things that I know absolutely positively will put me in a position of being able to generate listing leads today. If you don't know what those things are, listen to our podcast from last week because we talked about that every single day. In other words, you would pick up the phone. You would have conversations with you know prospective sellers. You wouldn't be doing a bunch of passive stuff, hoping, hoping and praying that someone's going to call you. You would stop driving past that for sale by owner that you've been driving past. You would call the expireds that happened last late last year. Doing all you would call some you know notice defaults. You would uh, call all the other sources of business we tell you to chase. Actually, putting yourself in a position where you're going to have to have a direct conversation with a seller that could say no to you. Some of you, if you really cut through it, you're just built. You are trying to do everything in your power to ever confront your fear of rejection. The fear of rejection is in your head. It's a psychological fear, and it is time for you to push past that. Because the result, the the bottom line is, is everything you want in life is on the other side of determining what those things are that you refuse to do. Or if you're doing them, you're not doing them at a high level to get results. That's exactly right. So we do a lot of drill down on this whole scheduling idea in the real estate treasure map. And I want to make sure that they know how to get that. Oh, okay. So that's very simple. All they have to do is text 2021 to 47372 and we will text them back the real estate treasure map. And the real estate treasure map is their fill in the blank business plan, but also more importantly, it's a business and life plan. So it takes them through the formation of their morning schedule. It takes them through goal setting, not just goal setting, but also uh, helping them co- we co-create with them through the treasure map, their actual plan to get their uh, the accomplishment of their goals. All this stuff is done for you. All you've got to do is fill in the blanks and it is free. Just text uh, 2021, the numbers 2021 to 47372. When you do, we'll text you back a link and you can download the real estate treasure map. It is a big uh, document. This is like 65, 70 pages, something like that. But this is really critical that you fill this out and you take the time to take it seriously because this will be your very you know dialed in, honed in GPS course to exactly what it is that you want to accomplish in your business and personal life. Text 2021 to 47372. All right, so point number four, realize that it is not healthy to not have a routine. Don't mess with your circadian routine. Schedule actually stabilizes your nervous system. People have studied that, Mm -hmm. okay? And, you know, I think all of us can relate to that when we, quote, get off schedule or we get into a rut. But it's actually literally good for you, especially if if you, you know, are struggling with this. First thing to do is have a regular start time and a regular end time. 
you don't have different rules for different days. And if it's raining out, you don't get up at 6 a.m. And, you know, if you don't have an appointment tomorrow, then you get to sleep in until noon. Don't have different rules for different days. I read an article about, I've been studying time, as dorky as that is, because, you know, think about which relates to this. People say things like, I want to save time. I need to make more time. Um, I'm wasting time. And, you know, they they show that it, time is basically made up in the first place. But we won't go into that analytical mess. Well, it's, it's a concept Albert Einstein yeah, came it's up a with, concept, basically. Right? It's a concept. Time. Oh, yeah. you tell people it's a concept. Then, you know, just guys move past it. Don't <laughs> mentally fight with what Don't we just said. Out. But time, like gravity, gravity is a theory too, Right. So these are all sort of the best things that humans could come up with until something better comes yeah, along. It's how we describe something. That explains things better, right? That's exactly right. So, you know, start with having a regular start time and a regular end time. I was reading an article about how somebody said the best thing that they did last year was to ditch their alarm clock completely and simply wake up when the sun comes up. Because well, the sun's going to wake you up. But right? that's easy to do in the year of COVID, though. <laughs> There's probably no place to be in there zooming it in. Yeah, but it's usually like 6 a.m., 6.30. It's, it's never later than 7 a.m. So if that's something you struggle with, I know I have more anxiety if I know like an alarm clock's going to wake me up from a deep sleep at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting that they, then, then the article went on to talk about the circadian rhythm, that that's a normal thing to do is to wake up with the sun. So... That's just something to think about. Okay, but have a starting time and an ending time that's consistent. How many agents out there, and this is mostly top producer types that are guilty of this, that they'll go and they'll have an appointment. They'll say, you know, gosh, I haven't had a regular meal in three days. I've been working until midnight every day and I've been juggling all these contracts, this and that. You know, that actually sounds unprofessional to other people. Agents brag to each other about that, but it's not the professional way to do it. It's not normal to skip lunch. It's not normal to work, you know, well into the middle of the night and then think you're going to be motivated in the morning. So some level of consistency is actually good for you. And why do people end up working into the middle of the night? Because they're inefficient. But so just let's make sure that they understand. If you are stupid busy and you're just juggling contracts and you've been following our schedule and you're a coaching client and right now you just are feeling like you're juggling, you know, you're spinning a million plates, good, do it. And be a little burnt out on, uh, be a little spent on both edges, right? Burn your candle from both sides. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to be doing when you're successful and you're really, really busy. Don't start railroading your success because the truth is, is for most of you, real estate's a little bit like a bell curve, a lot like a bell curve if you're just learning how to do the business. But if you're silly, crazy busy, hire a, a transaction coordinator, hire somebody that's going to be working with you for like $300 a file. If you're a premier coaching client, we give you some referrals. It's on our uh, Harris Learning site and go through there and, you know, basically consider hiring in temporary help. Don't think that, oh my gosh, I'm too busy. I can't handle more. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to take any more listings. I can barely handle the ones I have. That is not the way to build a consistent business. The things that you have to be really good at are proactively generating, pre-qualifying, presenting, and and arguably negotiating in in this market because frankly, negotiating is relatively easy in this market. But those three things... Just do those three three things and don't stop doing those three things. Those are the key elements of your morning schedule. And remember, if you want to complete your own morning schedule and if you want to really, you know, essentially leap forward with what your plans and ambitions and your aspirations are for the next two or three years, you've got to get your real estate treasure map done. So text 2021 to 47372 and we'll text you back the fill in the blank treasure map. If you're married, have a partner, do it with them. Do the treasure map with them because then it becomes something of a, it becomes much more profound when you sit down and you make goals with the person that you love and maybe even your kids and your family and the whole thing. And it becomes something of a, really a 
historical artifact or a historical you know document for your family and then don't hide it don't put it in a drawer put it someplace where everybody can see it and i'm telling you guys this is how you actually move forward faster that's right and there's no greater accountability than sharing those goals in your schedule with your kid with your family because now they have buy-in and now when they see you working they see you taking calls you know, they see you grinding it out for maybe three days straight to get stuff done, and then you have a great long weekend with yep. them. They understand versus you just kind of trying to be a lone ranger out there and pissing people off. Well, I mean, since you touched on that, that's a really good thing. And, you know, I have to remind, remind myself that we're picking up thousands of new listeners all the time, yep. right? So Julie's giving a great example. And a lot of you guys are feeling guilty because you're not spending enough time with your family, but you're earning all this money. Yes, you're enjoying it. Yes, you're getting a lot of sales, your satisfaction out of it. But you're also creating a financial future of stability and maybe even a financial legacy for your family. What you got to do is understand that kids and maybe even your spouse aren't going to be on the same page as you because maybe they don't think like you yet. So here's what Julie just said. Actually create a set of goals. Like this is something we tell people to do with little kids. Um, you know, mommy or daddy or what have you is going to, you know, they have to list. It. The goal is, according to their treasure map, to list 12 houses this year, whatever your number is. So create like a thermometer, create some sort of visual accountability chart and put it someplace where everyone in the family can see it. And once, you know, you list your 12 houses, then the payoff is going to be a family trip to Disney World. Make sure you're squirreling away money from every one of those closings yes. in order to pay for the trip to Disney World because Disney World is stupid expensive, just for the record, okay? <laughs> for example. For yeah. example. But that's the way to do it. And then when you're feeling, whereas normally you'd feel, well, I have to go a listing appointment i'm gonna you know be late to johnny's t-ball team or softball or whatever you won't feel that way because johnny's gonna be like mom why are you here go get a listing yeah go get a go listing mom. A i want to go to disney world go sell a house yeah. i want to go see harry potter and whatnot Kids so are great with i mean that. that's the that's the way to bring everybody in on it and have them help you support what you're working towards and then you don't have to feel guilty when you are um doing something that maybe they don't understand is ultimately for their benefit that's right well that goes back to point number two what's your ratio of responsibility versus reward you've got to tie those two things together okay so final point number five your confidence comes from actually doing what you say you're going to do and doing it repetitively doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level. It comes, the confidence comes from actually doing it. Because when you hit your snooze button, you've begun the great daily schedule lie. And so, you know, if that's how you're going to start out your day, you said the night before, I'm going to get up at whatever o'clock, and then you keep on hitting the snooze button. That's not a great way to go. So instead, actually do what you say you're going to do. So I'll tell you from, um, I'm remembering back to when you and I were in your, our 20s, maybe even in our early 30s. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what the hardest part for anyone to understand from listening to these points, and frankly, listening to a lot of, you know, stuff that we say, is because other than us in mm -hmm. their lives, they have no example of any, or no have, have any direct contact, and neither did we, mm -hmm. with anybody that came from less than zero and created abundance for themselves, financial abundance, right. right? So you, it's easy to say, I have to do what I want, don't want to do when I don't want to do at the highest level uh, for a long period of time. And it's easy to say then at one point, it'll start pivoting where I'll start spending more of my life doing what I want to do when I want to do it at sure. whatever level I want to. But because they don't know anybody right. that's actually drilled down and done what they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do it at mm -hmm. the highest level, because they never, they don't know anyone that's actually done the real work and had the real payoff. They don't have any of that direct that personal connection. It's that lack of exposure problem. It's the lack of exposure. Mm -hmm. So they don't know what we're saying is true. Intellectually, they can say it's true, mm -hmm. but because they don't have that personal contact, 
that that almost as, acts as an anchor to keep them from moving forward. What would you say to people? Like I that? would say I have a solution for you, which is our premier coaching. Not to be completely self-serving here, but one of the things that I love the most about that on our Facebook live sessions we do every day is that we work hard to eliminate that lack of exposure. We have a mixture of newbies, grizzled veterans, and everybody in between. And when we have somebody come on, because we spend about five minutes doing victory dances, right? So what was the best thing that you Hold did? Hold on, literal victory dances? Well, I, so they only I, get to see me. So I don't get to see them, so, but that's so, what we call it. So you're doing yeah. a victory. You're For, On their behalf. You're doing a dance. Yeah, we're doing okay, some I'm woo, watching, you know. Okay, I'm watching Facebook Live today. I want to see you do a dance. No, it's Rochelle's day, so you're oh. out of luck. <laughs> she'll do a dance <laughs> I guarantee sure. you she'll do that. Yeah. But, but people will say, you know what? I made eight contacts yesterday. And I set one listing appointment, two will be coming soon, and another one is a, you know, a listing if I find them something to buy. And then, of course, we ask follow-up questions. Who was it that you were talking to? What script were you using? How did it go? How do you feel about that? That shows somebody doing what they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do it, getting a result, and then lather, rinse, repeat. When you know, I, you know, I, I always have this image of like um, the Harlem Boys Choir, right? So this is like Im- impoverished kids that really would have no other opportunity to sing in a choir, right? And yet they have some of the most incredible albums out there, like angelic singing singing voices. Why? Because somebody believes in them, because they have a long history of choirs before them in that genre that's been super well, successful. Actually, that's a super, that's a fantastic example on a whole mm-hmm. bunch of levels. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about that, let's and I don't know if it's necessarily the way it was, because I think Harlem's turned itself around. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is with the Harlem Boys, Boys Choir was exactly what Julie said. You guys maybe maybe if you're younger, frankly, you don't know what we're talking about. Um, but the, the gist of it was there's, there's this choir and there's this guy that taught this choir and this choir traveled internationally. And it's everything Julie just said. And these kids, had they not stepped into the door of where they were, I think it was in a church, where mm-hmm. they'd actually do this choir practice, they would have been on the streets where they'd constantly be essentially pulled into some of the worst, worst dearth of humanity in essence. Right. You know, drugs, violence, the whole... But they got exposure. But they, they got believed. exposure because they walked into the door. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what you're saying the Premier Coaching Program Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And if you guys want to learn what the a Premier Coaching Program is, if you want to be around other like-minded people that are pulling you in the same direction, sometimes maybe pulling you more than you want to be pulled, but you do need to go in that direction, do text the word success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 47372. Text the word success to 47372, and we'll text you a direct link where you can learn about the Premier Coaching Program. Text the word success to 47372. You get a daily semi-private coaching call. You get all of our scripts, our entire system. Julie and I are not just doing a bunch of masterminds. This is actually a complete system that's designed to work. Our real estate coaching system, it's not just coaching calls. It's not just hire a friend or talk about social networking trends. This is an actual system that you plug yourself into that you can see and feel yourself progressing through as, uh, frankly, on your way to becoming a powerful listing agent. Of course, we talk about teams and marketing and meet lead generation, proactive lead generation, all that's covered in the coaching program. But we do it in such a way, if you guys have read our best book, Harris Rules, Harris Rules is essentially like maybe 5% of what the coaching program is. So just text the word success to 47372 and we'll text you back a link and you can learn about uh, Premier Coaching. Anything else you'd like to say to these guys, Julie? Get to work. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. And today's points were inspired by Jordan Peterson, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, very good. All right, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. 
For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.